From 2 Corinthians 13, 13, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. We are so glad that you are seeking God with us, and we pray that the message you are about to hear is a blessing to you. I am Brian Niebank, pastor of Zion United Church of Christ Fireside in Bellevue, Ohio. I thank you for joining us today as we seek to walk together with God, expressing our love in Bible study and prayer, living the life of the church and serving others and worshiping God. May God bless you today. Will you pray with me? Oh God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Oh God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I could almost play this song on the screen, but I'll refrain from uh, doing that. But I want to read the first portion of this song to you. And this will help us focus on just listening to the words of the song that we hear. I love to sing and I love to pray. Worship the Lord most every day. I go to the temple and I just want to say, to hide from the hustle, I just want to stay, to hide from the hustle of the world and its ways. And I'd love to live on a mountain top, fellowshipping with the Lord. I'd love to stand on a mountain top, because I love to feel my spirit soar. But I've got to come down from the mountain top to the people in the valley below. They'll never know that they can go to the mountain of the Lord. She finishes. Now praising the Father is a good thing to do, to worship the Trinity in spirit and truth. But if we worship all of the time, Will there be no one to lead the blind? This is a song by Amy Grant called Mountaintop. Who here likes to hike? Hiking is one of my pastimes. It actually has been too long since I've been out hiking last. I am hoping to make time to do that again sometime this year. But it is very important to be able to get long periods of fresh air, at least occasionally. If you are one of those who loves the outdoors, you must appreciate a beautiful view. Perhaps you simply like to watch the sun rise or the sun set. You appreciate the beauty of the outdoors close to home. 
I certainly love that when I give myself, I certainly love that when I give myself the time to appreciate it. Though even more than that, I love the awesome views that can be seen looking out over the valley on a high place. I remember sitting on a rock at the top of Mount Katahdin, which is the tallest point in the state of Maine, only desiring to leave once that wind became too cold. If you've ever been at the top of a high peak, you know that the wind is usually very windy. The views are beautiful, and there is a temptation to linger. It is an apt analogy for wanting to linger in our safe places with the Lord. We love the experience we have with the Lord in our own homes, in our own churches, and in our own hearts. We tremble at times when we think about expanding outside of our comfort zone to places where we have not been, to churches we have not seen, and to hearts who have not yet felt what it is like to be at the top of a mountain. How can we answer that trembling and tremble a little bit less? The first point to remember is this. Our mountaintop is our own place to be connected with God. High places were usually viewed as being closer to God in the ancient days because they were physically closer to the heavens. Today, we do not carry that understanding as much because we do not see heaven as an actual physical place necessarily because God is everywhere among us. Yet the top of a mountain can often be a place of connection to God for the reasons I have already outlined. It is a beautiful place where God's creation and goodness can be admired. Whether that place is the top of a mountain for you, or in a prayer corner in your home, or perhaps your home church, what is your mountaintop. Where do you feel most connected to God? Hopefully all of you can think of an answer to that question. And if you cannot, that probably means that you never feel connected to God. And this is certainly a spiritual problem. If you do need help feeling connected to God, we will be addressing this more in our Lent series starting next week. But do stop right now and think about where your place is, where your mountaintop is. You do need to have at least one. If you are never connected to God, God will have a very hard time telling you what you are called to do. And it will be almost impossible for God to work through you. We all want God to be able to work through us because that is who we are as God's Christian servants. 
Because we are each vessels for God's glory, we want to make this as possible as we can. That is, God moving through us. Second, we need to visit our mountaintop regularly. First, we need to define our mountaintop. And second, we need to visit it regularly. If my mountaintop is a literal mountaintop, exploring new places, or the very thought of having conquered the mountain itself, I need to make sure that I get to spend enough time on mountaintops. Sometimes conquering a literal mountain may make it easier for you to conquer that mountain, that difficult mountain in your life too. The one that you seem to always be climbing and there is no end in sight. Psalm 99 is a praise song to God, emphasizing the kind of mountaintop that we need to visit. We need to seek a place where we can be confident that the Lord is King. The world often, if not constantly, tries to take that away from us. This is why we need to always revisit our special place of connection with God. We need to remind ourselves as we pray that God still moves. Just as God answered Moses and Aaron as the psalm proclaims, God answers us too. Are you in doubt of that? Are you in doubt of God answering? Then try to find a new way to actively listen to God. We remind ourselves of verse 8. O Lord our God, you answered them. You were a forgiven God to them, but but an avenger of their wrongdoings. Extol the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. When you lose confidence in these things, that God is just and merciful and holy, You have not visited your own mountaintop often enough. This is one of the most important things that we can do for ourselves. We keep trusting in God and nothing else can steal our trust from us. Yet as Amy Grant's song implies, we cannot stay on that mountaintop. We need to be able to find it, but once we do... We may enjoy it so much that we never want to leave it. For some, that can be the hardest part. Here we say, I can exist in my own world, and I never challenge my belief that God is good. Isn't that a good thing? I never challenge my belief. It is a good thing. If you believe that never leaving your own house is a good thing, maybe that was a good thing during the pandemic, but not so much for a lifetime. We need to be able to venture out from our spiritual homes to challenge our thinking, challenge our beliefs, and come to resolve them anew. We have not truly tested our faith until we take it 
out to the struggling world, where we meet a homeless person that is struggling to believe that there is a God, where we talk to someone who has lost a child and is wondering where God is, and where we encounter people who believe they are making it just fine on their own. We do not truly test our faith until we take it to this struggling world. Sure, you may be able to make it without God just fine for a little while, but when the accounts are settled, it may be a different story. I would like to suggest two reasons why, once we have found our mountaintop, we cannot stay there. First, as we read in the story of transfiguration in Luke chapter 9, Jesus did not stay on the mountaintop. Therefore, neither should we. If Jesus is our model for living, we should do as Jesus models for us. He could have stayed on top of the mountain with Moses and Elijah. Peter even offered to Jesus to make them all dwellings so that they might be able to stay there longer. Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Yet this was not meant to be. Likewise, when we visit our mountaintop regularly, we should not make our mountaintop the only place that we ever are. Amy Grant reflects that same sentiment. While it would be amazing to live on a mountaintop, fellowshipping with the Lord, she says, she knows that she cannot, because there are people in the valley who do not know about this mountain. It is our responsibility, as given by Jesus in the Great Commission in Matthew 28, verse 20, to reach as many people as we can to let them know that they can experience God. We do not stay on the mountaintop because it would actually be very selfish. It is saying that as long as we are happy and know God, all is right with the world. All that matters is that we are happy and that we are right with God. But we know that this is not the case. Not yet, at least. Jesus gave us the example of ministry off the mountain. If we are disciples of Jesus, we should follow that example. And the second reason we should come down from the mountaintop is that we cannot rely on Jesus forever. So first, Jesus came down and gave us the example of coming down from the mountaintop instead of using the dwellings that were offered to him on that mountain. And second, we can't rely on Jesus forever. Yes, Jesus is alive and with us every moment. But turning around and saying that Jesus can always fix it all and we should leave it to the boss is not what Jesus wants us to do. In Luke chapter 9, 
the day after the transfiguration, we hear about a man who came to Jesus complaining that his disciples could not cast out a demon in his son. Jesus actually seems to become upset about this. And Jesus answered, You faithless and perverse generation, how much longer must I be with you and bear with you? How many times have you said that when you are trying to teach someone something? How many times have you told someone, how much longer must I bear with you and show you this thing time after time after time again? The teachers might especially understand that, but we all might have had an engagement like that where we we want somebody to understand what we are trying to tell them. Jesus did not want, does not want, the disciples to rely on Jesus being able to cast out this demon. He wants them to be able to do what he has done. That is, he wants us to be able to do what he has done. Jesus is telling his disciples, you must trust your mountaintop experience and trust that you, not only me, can do this work. You, not only me, can do this work. We need to use our connection to God to believe in our own power to have an impact on God's legacy and glory. My first challenge for you this week is to find your mountaintop. If you have not or will not share it with someone else today, give it some more thoughts when you get home. If you do not do this step, you are like a car without wheels. Not, that's not going very far. Uh, it may look pretty. The engine probably even works. We can keep ourselves going. But you are going nowhere. God cannot use you to the fullest extent that God wants to use you. You can keep someone warm inside that car. You can play the radio. But you cannot travel into other places of God's coming kingdom. If you have met this challenge that is finding your mountaintop, I have a follow-up challenge. Set yourself a defined time each day or each week where you will visit your mountaintop. This is crucial to staying connected to God and keeping gas in that car. If you do not believe in your destination, why drive there? If you do not feed your car, you will only get partway there. That is putting gas in the car. Having a regular check-in schedule with God is crucial to accomplishing what God wants for you in this life. So first, find your mountaintop. Second, find a defined time to visit that mountaintop. And if you are really feeling up for challenges this week, the final one is this. Pray about one person in the valley. That is, 
one who is not connected to God currently, who you can speak to this week, someone who you are connected to, who you can talk to, but do not try to evangelize or convert them. But just tell them that you were thinking of them and maybe that you prayed for them. Tell them that you were thinking of them because that could be exactly what they need to hear in that moment. Whether or not you confront them, still pray for someone in the valley. Trust your training. God believes in you. God knows you. And you do have work to do in the valley. It is not all Jesus is to do. May all glory be to God, and may all delight be in God's purposes. Thanks be to God, and amen. For some, the mountaintop experience might be on a mountaintop. For others, it could be in a garden where we meet God. Let us sing our middle hymn, which is often an Easter hymn, but it is also a reminder of how we can meet God in these God moments. Let us sing together in the garden.
how much the church can accomplish with greater resources, how our shared ministry could blossom if our thanksgiving to God exceeded all fear, greed, and ambition. We have taken a small step toward faithfulness in coming to our mountaintop. Will we now be open to let God transform our giving and our hearts? And we bless God with our gifts of time and talent and, of course, treasure. Will the ushers please come forward to receive this morning's offering?
some are offering to God, and our way to experience God is through music. And I think we all celebrated that offertory this morning, too. So thank you to both you, both of you for uh, making that possible and beautiful. Let us ask God to bless all of our gifts this morning. Thank you, God, for choosing us to speak for you and to act on your behalf. It is an honor to share with others what you have entrusted to us. We praise your great and awesome name. Use us and these gifts in your service to establish justice, righteousness, and equity, all for the good of your people and the glory of your eternal realm. We rededicate to you the talents, abilities, and resources you have placed in our hands. May we be faithful in our mutual ministries. Amen. You may be seated. As we come to our time of prayers and concerns today, I want to re-highlight the, uh, the prayers for Ukraine and the prayer service we have on Tuesday at 4.30 uh, at, the Fallen Soldiers, at the Fallen Soldiers Memorial that you are more than welcome to join. Uh, we certainly pray for uh, the Russians, the Ukrainians, and all of Europe who are affected, uh, including Ukrainians and, and uh, Europeans abroad who are thinking of their family back in Ukraine. So we certainly pray for all the protection and uh, peace uh, over there sooner rather than later. Uh, I did put a note in the bulletin that March 4th is officially the World Day of Prayer, so uh, you can choose to celebrate that as you desire, but uh, it is the day where many will be coming together to pray on March 4th, which is Friday. We have two birthdays this week, which happen to be on Ash Wednesday, and that is Amber Imke. Something like that. Imke, yeah, Amber Imke. And uh, also Dorothy Sherk. So we say happy birthday to each of them. Uh, are there any other joys or concerns? We have our prayer list, uh, prayer concerns in our bulletin. Uh, any other joys or concerns or any updates to our prayer list that anyone would like to share? Jerry. John Shumway. So she's taking a bit of a turn for the worse then. We will keep him in prayers. Thank you very much, Jerry. Glad you got there and got back safely. I know the trip is the worst part of it, but then the experience is hopefully fun. Although for some, driving can actually be a mountaintop and a way to experience God too. Worship music, whatever, but not for all. Uh, Kelly? Oh, Joe, Jody, uh, Jody, yes, Jody. Sorry, Jody. I don't know if any of you know, but my son Jordan is like Abby had 
Thank you for joining us here at Zion United Church of Christ Fireside in Bellevue, Ohio. If you would like to reach out to us, we would be thrilled to journey with you on your walk with God. Call us at 419-483-6658 in the United States. Reach out to us on our Facebook page or send us an email at zionunited at gmail.com with any prayer requests or questions you may have. Remember to make time for God and confess Jesus as your way to God to give you hope in this life. May you be blessed by God and be a blessing for another. We hope to see you again.